Are you pregnant, Fernando? Am I pregnant? <laughs> no, but yeah. I have to tell you, my sister is pregnant. <gasps> oh, oh, wow. Yes. Wow. Oh, uh, that's exciting. Yeah, I guess it was exciting. Yes, it was also a shock, but it was like, it is exciting. Yes. Um, uncle Fernando. Yes, she is now pregnant. I'm going to be Uncle Fernando this year. Yes. Wow. Oh, uncle Amazing. Fernando. Oh, you'd be a great uncle. You're going to be such a good uncle. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Am I going to be a really good uncle? I mean, I'm not sure if I'm going to even be there when the baby is born. Uh, so I think that that immediately takes some points away from me. I think you should make an effort to arrive at to the go. moment of birth in a okay. hot air balloon um, <laughs> that just acrobats descend out of and pull you into the hospital. What an excellent, what an excellent idea. I think I'm going to do that, yes. Okay. Um, but I think that we should also start discussing the film because it's 6 <laughs> Oh, gosh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, God. Okay, we're on it. Oh, we really Beautiful. didn't have time for the long intro, but never mind. We went with it anyway. <laughs> I would like to make a prediction. As in, given that uh, I've been analyzing, I guess, statistics of Michael's likes and dislikes of Disney films, I would like to make a prediction <laughs> at the start. Oh. To, oh. To see if the, if the pattern holds. Uh, <laughs> okay. And my conjecture is that Michael Torpy liked this film. Yep, and this this is because you I disliked not like this exactly. film. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, Guess the rest of us. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say then. Go. Oh, this is so hard. Um, I'm gonna say that you both liked it. Ooh, that is not what my guess would be. Oh, what would your guess be? I think Claire didn't like it. I did like it. Oh, well ah. done. Okay. Interesting. Which means that my guess was correct. Did you also like it, Laura? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, well, uh, sorry. <laughs> I can say yes if you like. <laughs> no, I think uh, the truth is better. You got two out of three, though, Fernando. That's pretty good going. Yeah, it's pretty good. Mm, yes. Uh, well, actually, you you predicted that I would like this film, uh-huh. um, and I only half liked it. I'm afraid I didn't have a clear thumbs up or thumbs down for this. I might be the same. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were some things I really liked about it and some things I didn't, um, and I I found it a confusing film, mm. um, and I, I haven't quite settled down on what I think, which is why I think this will be a, a good discussion. That's partly why I picked it. Okay. Um, How so many times we'll, have perhaps we? We'll all see seen by it? the end whether I like it. Okay. Uh, so I saw this film um, many times as a kid. It was one of the ones we didn't have on video, but we used to get it from the library sometimes. Uh-huh. Um, I'd be allowed to pick a, a video at the library to take back, and I, I often liked grabbing Pinocchio. <laughs> so I I probably saw it 15 times as a wow. kid. Wow. And then once, as a, uh, this is a, a, a kid sort of below nine, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw it once as a teenager when I was maybe 16. Mm-hmm. And since then, I haven't seen it at all. 
I think this is my third time watching it. Third, okay. Uh-huh. When did you last watch it? Mm, when I was a teenager. I watched it when I was a kid, and then a teenager, and then now. I think I'm in a similar boat to Michael, which is that, I, well, I can't remember how many times I watched it, but frequently as a child. As with all the Disney films, we just watched them over and over again. So, But I don't yeah. think I've seen it in a decade or something. I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, mm, mm. Yeah. Yes. I think I'm mm-hmm. I saw it multiple times as a child, um, but I, I don't think I've seen it sort of since... Sort of nine-ish years old. Okay. Hmm. Um, so certainly, like, not as a, a teenager or an adult, I don't yeah. think. So this was a new film to none of us, um, mm-hmm. but it sounds like this is a new film to all of us as adults. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the so first time we've setup. all seen the film before. <laughs> I think it is. That's wow. interesting. And yes, I don't think it helped me uh, untangle this this <laughs> weird film. Mm. Um, did anyone else get that feeling? Mm. That it was weird, definitely. Mm. <laughs> I never liked it as a child, I don't think. I also never, I also never right. liked it. I didn't like it as a kid. What, why did you not like it, Fernando? Well, I do not know, and I think that now trying to guess why I did not like it as a kid is maybe because it felt like it was and it had different unrelated adventures. It very much reminded me of the novel, the very famous Spanish novel, which I think is called Don Quixote. I'm not sure if I'm, I'm saying it correctly. Oh, Don, Don Quixote. Yeah, that 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 hmm. novel. Uh, when I read it, I was like, this is just a collection of random stories. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, <Are you> nice? <laughs> and which is why I did not like that book, even though it is like massively famous. Uh, and I think the same thing is repeated here. It's just a collection of random episodes. Um, yeah. Okay. Plus, there were some things that made me uncomfortable. But I, as in, I, I, there are some things that I know that perhaps also made me uncomfortable as a kid. And there are things that made me uncomfortable now that I think that definitely would not have made me uncomfortable before because maybe I did not notice them. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, I think I've, I've got a very similar uh, position to you on that. There, there were a lot of things that I, there were some things I didn't like as a kid, but there were some things that must have just totally passed me by. Hmm. that I've only now decided I don't like. Um, <laughs> and that, that was an odd one. Claire, what, why did you not like this as a kid? I found it very unsettling as a kid. Yeah. So the, the sort of the, the loneliness of Pinocchio, the, like, yeah, I, there was something just really, that just sat really badly with me that, and that he, he didn't have a home like he had this with Geppetto, but he spent like what ten minutes dancing with him, and then had breakfast, and then left again, and yeah, went through all the all these like scary situations, and didn't 
didn't have anywhere that was safe. Um, yeah. And that, I, I just found that really disturbing. Um, and I know the whole way through, like, he wants to get back to Geppetto, and that's the point, is that that's his dad, and hmm. he does see that as home. But, yeah, as a, as a child, it, even now, I still don't see that as comfortable. I don't know. I'm just... It's really messed up. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, so it's not just all the bad stuff happening to him. It's the fact that he doesn't have anything, doesn't quite have anything good that he's hoping for, in your view. Yeah, I just... I, he's just lost. Yeah, I, when I try to empathise with him, or sympathise, or whatever the word is, um, I just, I just feel so terribly unsettled or I died as a kid um, okay yeah I, I, I really disliked it as a child um, I got more out of it as an adult because I've got more of a sense of self but I think as a kid it was just too <laughs> baseless it was really okay. I think yeah. I was a very simple child and <laughs> garish colour schemes <laughs> combined with the very dark colour schemes were really like, I have no interest in this film. <laughs> Where okay. the, where's the daylight? The brightness? We're in the dark for all oh, of it. just have said something like that. That would have been a lot simpler <laughs> to articulate. You just thought it was a boring film? Yeah. I thought, well, it was disturbing yeah. and bleak. Yeah. But child me translated that into being bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I see what you mean with the color scheme. It's it's there are a lot of nighttime scenes where it's all quite warm and cozy, and I, I think that's partly what I liked as a kid. Oh right, I, no, I didn't find okay. the color cozy at all. I found it either garish or too dark and bleak. Right. Um, same with a lot Definitely of the, a lot the, of this the films film was this, dark and bleak. Yeah, era are not my favorite. Um, okay, like Snow White is not my favorite. Peter Pan. Although I think that's the next, that's the silver era. Never mind. <laughs> Bambi. Are you don't like, like Bambi? Well, I just find them all a bit too, I don't know, bleak. Mm-hmm. Hey. I guess Bambi doesn't really hold up because it's so bright. Very brightly coloured. It's pretty bleak, though, in content. It's pretty bleak. Yeah. Not like this, though. No, God. This was bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it sounds like we're getting different, different experiences out of this. When I was little, I remember how much I loved it, and I think it was maybe partly because we didn't have it, and so I, I would, you know, again and again, I was like, "Yeah, Pinocchio. We'll get <laughs> Pinocchio on video," um, and I was so excited to watch it, and I just, I'd watch it, you know, wide-eyed, loving. I just remember it feeling so magical and exciting maybe because of the little boy that comes to life and the fairy and the <laughs> um yeah i remember and geppetto's nice warm lovely workshop with all his his clocks and things but i also remember wh- whenever i think of watching pinocchio um i just remember that this feeling of terror um basically as soon as honest john comes up 
Mm. And just everything being so sinister from then on, pretty much just for the rest of the film. Just I like the first bit and the, and then the bit after that. I think I was fascinated by it, but I was I, I remember it being so shocking and so scary the way he was sort of humiliated on the stage and he was duped into into doing this and he was sold into slavery and kidnapped and taken away from his father. It was it was all so so dark and horrible I, I can't understand why i enjoyed watching that when i was little um it it mm-hmm. was just really quite quite harrowing but some part of me really did enjoy that uh and it it sounds like uh the others the, the rest of you <laughs> picked up on it and that put you off I think As so. I think it did me yeah. this time. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay, I did have it. Does have a good one of the things that I really like about this film um, is Honest John and Gideon. I think they're great villains. <laughs> oh, I think they still just creep me out a bit. Oh, I love what, them. What do you like about them? I think because they're just so bouncy, like chipper. <laughs> <laughs> like a chipper villain. You know, they're just out for what they can get, really. Yeah. In fact, my cat is yeah, named bet- after Gideon. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, yeah, they're quite, um, like, artful dodgery. Yeah. For me. Just like these jovial, fun, doing <laughs> really terrible things. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's it. They're they're more like Fagin for me. Mm. The the Artful Dodger was just, you know, pinching a few wallets and really nobody gets that badly hurt. But they were, yeah, like kidnapping people and... Don't you like Fagin? All this kind of stuff. (laughs) No. Well, he was... (laughs) I don't like Fagin. I love Fagin. (laughs) No, Fagin is good. But he, again, there's something sinister about it that I can't entirely enjoy. (laughs) Um, by no means the most sinister villains of the film though no no (laughs) the guy selling the the guy yeah trying to get the children for Pleasure Island was was pretty bad it was just horrible yeah so messed up and that later stuff I just don't remember it from watching as a child and oh, I don't really? know if that's because I maybe didn't get that far through very often or just because it was less memorable or something. But, yeah, all that stuff on on Pleasure Island for them smoking the cigars and playing pool and, oh, and the what... whole thing with the whale, I just mm. I don't remember it at all. I remember it from when I was about 16 watching it and thinking, what, is this in it? <laughs> <laughs> I think Pleasure Island's what sticks out from watching it as a child. That's one of the only things I remember about this. Well, right. not one of the only. I, yeah. I remember quite a lot, but it was really vivid. Like in my mind, they're <laughs> ripping the pool table and they're like smoking cigars until they're like ill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And again, that's a bad memory for you. It's a yeah. I wouldn't call it a good. I didn't think on it fondly. I thought on it like, oh god, <laughs> so this yeah. is really disturbing. Yeah. Um. Oof. Yeah. So, so you don't remember the whale? A, 
No, mm. I'd completely forgotten that. Oh, I think Fernando's got a point in what he says about uh, about unrelated tales, just these random fragments of stories that it doesn't really have a beginning, middle and end feel yeah. to the story. Mm. There's not a sort of sensible arc. There's just, they get back and then what? There's a whale <laughs> and he's eaten Geppetto. Like that. it just, it, it feels like a bad dream or something. <laughs> uh, and I, I don't know anything about the source material. Has anyone read Pinocchio or know, know anything else about it? No. No, I've no idea. I've been told it's it's as dark or darker than this. Um, but I, I wonder if that was a collection of short stories and they've sort of tried to shoehorn three of them into a film. Yeah, I don't know. Could be. Mm. It was probably just one. Uh, I think I did buy a collection, I think the collection of short stories from which some of Walt Disney's films uh, are based. Um, All right. But I never read it. And the book was not very thick. It was actually quite thin. So maybe it it was just one short story. Yeah. Wow. Swiss, isn't it? I, th- I think, yeah, I think the the author, I, mean, I can't remember, but maybe the author was Charles Perrault. I do not know. Okay. That was one question I had about the film. Was, where, where was it set? Italy. Somewhere in Europe. I always think it was Switzerland. Oh, uh, I don't know how I know this, but it's definitely Italy. Okay. They've all got Italian names. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, it's Stromboli. That's why I know it. Um, um but then and Geppetto and Pinocchio. Yeah, they're all dressed in like what I would say look like Austrian clothes. Mm. Um, mm. I feel like it. It sort of mixed its European stereotypes a bit. Okay. Um, I think that's maybe why I've gone for Switzerland because I know that's the only place that's in Italy, but. <laughs> where people act kind of Austrian. <laughs> uh, also, cuckoo clocks were everywhere. Oh, yeah, they? that's probably what I'm doing. Yeah, I've <laughs> got a massive bloody <laughs> clockmaker's workshop. Um, yeah, so I'll start really on... Well, I just couldn't work it out. And then they're basically next to the Alps, I think, but also next to the ocean where there's a whale... Um, oh yeah, the ocean doesn't sound good for Switzerland, does it? No. Maybe it's Lake Geneva. <laughs> With this massive whale. Yeah. <laughs> Could happen. Maybe it's a land far, far away. Maybe it's not... Maybe even in the source material, it's not even supposed to be in a real place. It's just a, a fairy tale. I'm looking up the universe. source material now, sorry. It's Thank set you. in Tuscany. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, right. quite far away from the Alps, isn't it? Uh, no, I think that's next to the Alps, isn't it? Is it? Maybe not. I thought it was a bit further south. Might not be, though. Certainly in the, in the far north of Italy, but no, maybe not the far, far north. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm thinking the wrong thing. I'm thinking of Umbria, yeah. which is further south. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, I think Turin is in Tuscany, right? Oh, really? 
Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't have. It's not that far north. I've just looked it up. Wikipedia describes it as being in central Italy. Oh bloody hell, Tuscany! Yeah, it's where Florence is. Oh, oh god, I take it all back. To go to Florence. Florence is pretty cool. One I've day. seen it from a train. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only person who I ever kn- who I who I know who's seen Florence, even from a train. Oh. Wait, wow. I've, I've been to Florence. You've been to Florence? Oh my god, have you seen the Statue yes. of David? Yes. Have you? Oh, that's the only reason I want to go. Oh, nice. okay, well, I think then you should go. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Oh. I think when Film we go to Cannes, to Florence. we should go to Florence. Oh god, I looked up Cannes. Um, <laughs> oh no. Our, our hope that it's a bit like the Edinburgh <laughs> Festival and you just sort of turn up and go along is it's a long way off. Oh no. Um you it is invitation only oh, and the <laughs> It's in one venue, and the invitations only go out to like the most famous, most illustrious people in the film industry. And to to the point that there was controversy a couple of years ago where several women were turned away for wearing flat shoes instead of high heels. (laughs) I think this is a long way from anything we're going to get an invite to, but I might try blagging it with an email we'll see why was that controversial i think why, why was yeah why, why would not why would refusing women because of their sandals be controversial exactly <laughs> why indeed um, it wasn't even sandals it was just like shoes without six inch heels should be illegal in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> you tell them even inside yeah <laughs> oh, oh, that's a shame. Oh, we were so naive. <laughs> yeah, I, I was really hoping. <laughs> yeah, it's more like the Oscars or something where you can't just sort of go along. <laughs> well, could we turn up and can at the same time and just go celebrity spotting and we could watch our own films? Maybe they've got a cinema. What What I was thinking was <laughs> that we should set up like that. a... <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking we should set up our own festival, like a fringe festival, <laughs> where anybody can come along. We watch alternative films, Ooh. and we're cool and like alternative avant-garde. films, like Disney films, they... like Disney films, the Cant yeah. Festival. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's really good. <laughs> That's cool. Um, or alternatively, I was thinking I might send them an email just saying like that we've got a film podcast with. An unknown number of listeners, <laughs> and that, like we we really think it would spice up the the thing to <laughs> as a cool, unusual modification to the normal format to to have some ordinary people there. Uh, I'm sure they never get knows. emailed with people asking to come along. Yeah, I might I send it in French as well. That might give yeah, us a, a bonus. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell them we've all got PhDs. Use any currency <laughs> you can. Fine. <laughs> any social capital. I'll, I'll report back. Um, anyway, yeah. So I think so. We've I think we've we've given the the basic introduction to what we felt about Pinocchio, yeah. which I think we all found it pretty pretty 
sort of disturbing and not entirely pleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, what did we like about it? Fernando, did, was there anything you liked about this film? Uh, was there anything I liked about the film? Um, I guess I would have to think a little bit harder than that. I was just thinking of things that I definitely did not like. Okay. Um, <laughs> or maybe you can think while we hear what Claire liked about it. Well. If anything. Um, so pretty much all the good characters I found likeable. Um, yeah. I I liked watching Geppetto um, and him with his cat mm. and his fish and it just gave me a warm fuzzy feeling just watching him like, in his nice little <laughs> little workshop with him um, yeah. Figaro was the cutest cat oh, in anything my, uh, that was is a really cat. cute kitten yeah, yeah. yeah definitely um, I uh, what else did I like um. Oh, uh, the the cricket was obviously really cool. Jimmy Cricket, he was like, yeah. Um, it was it was interesting watching him sort of struggle with his own conscience while trying to be Pinocchio's conscience. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. he was deciding whether to run and tell or to chase Pinocchio or what to do. As well as having to make to like to advise Pinocchio, I thought that was quite cool, and maybe they didn't make enough of that, but I thought that was an interesting thing to watch. That's a really good point. Um, I liked I liked the baddies. I I thought they were yeah, they were fun. Not the really awful, horrible man in the pub that was selling the kids. Oh yeah, he was not a comedy baddie, was as he? Boys. Um, but I, I think he was a good villain. They didn't embellish him too much. It was just like, oh, you don't like him. Yeah, that's good. I can do that. Um, yeah, it was a bit all over the place in terms of storytelling. Um, hmm. I feel like it it needed a little bit of downtime somewhere where he just. It wasn't just an imminent danger. <laughs> um, but I, I thought that was interesting. I think the turning them into jackasses, they did they did quite well at sort of foreshadowing that. And then turned out they were actually turning into donkeys. Thought that was yeah. quite a cool trick, and if I didn't know that's what was happening, <laughs> um, I'd have found that quite interesting as an idea. Um yeah, I'd, I'd enjoyed some of the animation. It reminded me a lot of the snowman, a lot of the animation. Oh, no, how's that? I don't know. Maybe maybe it's the, the pastel-y, not like the, the scenes that were sort of darker and stuff. Certainly it was like with the whale, I felt was not very Disney-ish. It just felt a lot less... A bit more impressionist. Um, so Disney films I always think of as like really simple lines and simple shapes, and like okay, there's like that's Pinocchio's face, but then all the water and stuff I thought was just different somehow, and the the whale had 
like some interesting features. Um, I don't know why it reminded me of the snowman, though. Yeah, okay. It's just maybe a, a bit more subtle animation rather than the end your face stuff. Yeah, I can see that. Don't know. <laughs> what did you like, Michael? Um, oh, sorry, Claire, for you. No, Any that's other? fine. I, was, I think that's all. What did I like? Mm. Um, a lot of the same things. So, yeah, definitely the, uh, the cute stuff. I thought they really did a good they job did. of it. Yeah. Particu- mm. Particularly in a film that was at times so dark they really needed a bit of a bit of cuteness and nice things to see uh and comedy and stuff and that that really picked it up so yeah even um al- although i found honest john and, and his his crony gideon um <laughs> i found them very sinister and everything i think part of that is because they're so old fashioned uh and they just feel a bit out of out of time or something that that's maybe why i don't like them um but yeah the the funny stuff that they were doing and there really was a lot of funny stuff they were doing some some subtle stuff you might not have noticed um and that that really kept it going uh, so i don't know if anyone noticed this um gideon when he's trying to listen in to what Honest John is hearing, <laughs> he cleans out Honest John's other ear so he can listen through Honest John's head. That was just a uh, that was a, a cool idea for a joke. Um, and little things like he you could you could easily miss this, um, but he when Honest John does the does the therapist bit with with Pinocchio, mm. um, he take Gideon takes notes. And he gets a pencil out and licks it before he writes, which it, you don't do that with a pencil. You do that with a pen. And it's just another thing, another point for how <laughs> how all over the place this character is, just how how foolish and comical. That, that was quite good. I've actually got that note as well about him licking the pencil. Well, why did yeah, he do okay. that? <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Um, one bit that I really like is all the all the romance um mostly with jiminy cricket <laughs> and the the sexy toys um <laughs> that he just, there's a lot of like accidentally touching bums and sort of trying to court uh clockwork figurines and stuff which <laughs> each one of them just made me chuckle it was quite good um and there was a lot of that. Uh, like when some of it's a bit weird as well, with like Pinocchio dancing with the marionettes, and the marionettes are kind of flirting with him. Mm-hmm. And what what's the position there? Because they're like he's a marionette he's a as well, but yeah, also he's a child. Um, and also like they're not real. It was mm. all none of a it's weird, real, but... Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Um. But yeah, I, I liked a lot of that stuff, um, and I really liked Figaro and Cleo. Mm. Uh, they were they were really sweet. Yeah, they were very sweet characters. Um, so I guess those are the things I liked. <laughs> Just let me know when we're ready for symbolism. Well, we have, we've not heard what Fernando liked about it yet. 
Oh, yeah, uh, well, I forgot. I've, I've, def- I've decided that I the, the only thing that I like is Lampwick, the, okay. the boy that he befriends um, on his way oh, to, God. Classically to likable. Pleasure Island. Um, <laughs> and I think I like him because he seems to me like genuinely happy um, and he is living his life how he wants to live it. Only later does he learn that he is making mistakes and he does learn from those mistakes. But he is, to me, the happiest uh, character in the film. He learns from his mistakes by being made a donkey. Well, we all learn from our mistakes by... Sometimes, and most of the time, I think we're just making, like, yeah, I guess, from committing the mistake instead of yeah. learning from theory, I guess. And never yeah, making probably yeah. true. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do, do you think he he regretted his behavior in the end? Yes. Do you think yeah, they were okay. able to remember that they weren't donkeys? Mm. Um, oh, no, probably they 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 did know that they were human ones, and this might be reflected in the fact that they seemed quite anxious once they were uh, mm. donkeys. But they were um, in a frightening they, place. Uh, they were in a fighting place. Frightening place. Frightening. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, they did not seem to think that it was that frightening when they were kids, so. Mm. I think they were just frightened because they were donkeys. Yeah, okay. Mm. The kids that could still just about talk were also frightened, weren't they? They, they uh-huh. Yes. They, they were quite close together with the ones that couldn't talk and they seemed to be acting the same. Uh-huh. That that made me think that they were still aware of everything but just unable to speak and do anything. Yes. More selling into slavery, unfortunately. Hmm. Very, very distressing. I think Laura's been ready for symbolism for a little while. (laughs) Okay, one, two, three. Brilliant. Symbolism. Symbolism. So, but does anyone else have any? Does anyone have any symbolism? I've got a couple. Okay. Um, why don't What's you go first, about? though, Laura? Oh, okay. Um, mostly about Stromboli. Um, oh. And villains. And the way that mm. they try to craft his particular villainy in his kind of, I thought, very gendered. And I, I, they just threw questions upon his masculinity and his heteronormativity as well but yeah are yours any similar or what what do you get oh brilliant no i'm miles off yeah i had none of this Uh, they question his his heteronormativity well i think because there's several times where he's doing things that are very very flamboyant like when he's on stage and like he he uses a lot of very exaggerated gestures. He wears very bright, lurid colours. He's very tempestuous. And if you remember, he dances in a very overtly kind of sexual way. Um, at one point, he's like raising his arm and looking oh. over his shoulder and like suggestively gyrating. And this is at the same time when he's talking about his plans about 
the about Pinocchio, who's now enslaved. So they're kind of juxtaposing these, or I thought, these very exaggerated kind of feminine movements with his treatment of Pinocchio. But at the same time, he's very, very masculine because he's got these huge hands and a deep voice and all his facial hair. So they're kind of just layering yeah. all these weird gender fluidity stuff with his, like, villainy. And that's what wow. I thought. Wow. Thank I didn't you. get that at all, but that's really interesting. <laughs> I might be reading that, too much into that. Is that an art so an artifact of the time that that gender fluidity was suspicious and frowned yeah. upon, and so the villain so. had those characteristics? Mm. Yeah, because if you look at the next villain, which is Captain Hook, who is incredibly like they they're definitely trying to like sow his villainy with like. Mm-hmm. You know, he's very flamboyant and camp and, like, definitely yeah. coded as, like, homosexual, essentially. Hmm. Yeah. But for Captain Smee. Hook, it's a... Uh... Smee, yeah. <laughs> with, with Captain Hook, that's a comical thing, whereas... Yeah. I, would it be fair to say Stromboli? It was a quite a menacing thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um... So this is, this is, like, all about Eve, then. Um, the, the baddie in that, the guy at the end who blackmails eve oh um, yeah i think we established that he was he was coded as gay and mm. and what what must surely be the uh the sort of sexist writing of the time no not sexist but homophobic writing of the time um used that as a part of why he was a dislikable character uh so maybe it's a yeah a similar thing for Stromboli. I think so. Yeah, I think you could make those comparisons. I'd have to see it again, but it yeah, good good spot. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm right, but it's, there's something mm. that, that Disney definitely do weird things with gender and like their villains. Yeah. So I was okay. like kind of watching out for it and seeing how they like portrayed their main villains I don't know about, about the, other, the other ones yeah I don't know okay. about the other ones <laughs> I guess like Gideon and Honest John have a weird relationship <laughs> but I don't want to go too far I'm really, I I was really only focusing on <laughs> no I don't want to I don't want to read into like they did have a strange kind of intimacy though but anyway um <laughs> honest john did have a a certain femininity to him didn't mm. he again yeah, he was I, very, so. I don't know if this is just cartoon characters but he was he was a a dandy wasn't he with his yeah. his tall top hat and his cane and the way he strode around like he owned the place it was yeah a little sort of vain or effeminate or something mm. yeah the what the stuff I've got written down has nothing to do with any of that. Hmm. I think race got? as well. It should probably. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go on. Oh no, go for it. Oh, oh. race is an interesting one. Did Did you have any thoughts on race? I just I thought they racialized Stromboli because he's known to be like a gypsy. So they're probably like mm-hmm. doing oh. them both together, where they're like, I think Honest John even calls him a gypsy and like a fat old faker or something, which is kind of like yeah. weaving his race and kind of this idea that he's immoral and untrustworthy and things and then of course he goes on to be like hugely violent and 
aggressive and bursting yeah, into Italian okay. and things like that. Yeah, it's definitely a there's a distrust of uh of travelling foreigners, isn't there? Mm. Yeah, interesting. Um I had a question which was is is Jiminy Cricket black? Ooh. I was trying to pick up on the the way he was talking. It was a it was it was I think it was a dialect that doesn't really exist anymore. You don't hear I think it's a, a an old fashioned way of talking, but it, I think that was maybe a black actor with a black dialect, or have I got that wrong? Was it a black actor? I don't know who played him, so I don't. Uh, well, that's something we could look up at least. Uh, whether his dialect was was sort of meant to be black was another thing. Wow! Because uh, if so, that would be kind of interesting. Yeah. Because um, I I think of black characters in films like that at the time, um, and the the only one I can think of that stands out would be like the crows in Dumbo, which have been yeah. Yeah, you, you could certainly view them as a, a sort of negative stereotype, whereas Jiminy Cricket is quite a positive character. Um, and I, I'd like to to think, oh, that that would be good. They they had you know the the lead sort of decent character everyone's rooting for be be obviously portrayed as black, but no, maybe not. Uh, anyway, I didn't actually write that one down. Uh, what do I have? Oh, yeah. So Jiminy Cricket was was Pinocchio's conscience, mm-hmm. and I I thought it was really interesting the way that possibly twice in the film he decides to abandon Pinocchio, and he says, "Well, I guess I think the first time it's right. You make your own damn mistakes. I don't care." And the second time it was, "Oh, I guess he doesn't need me anymore. That's sad, isn't it?" Um, and both times he leaves Pinocchio alone, I think that's meant to be Pinocchio's conscious, yeah, Pinocchio's conscience leaving him, right? Oh yeah. Um, oh, that's he, good. He's yeah, not just a cricket; that. he really, really is Pinocchio's conscious <laughs> conscience at that point. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that counts as symbolism because they they literally say you are his <laughs> conscience. Um, but it it made me think of uh, the movie Inside Out, which Fernando hates. Uh, do you? <laughs> yes, I don't know. Yes, we established at some point that every Disney film I like, Fernando dislikes, and that I dislike Fernando likes. My God, if we uh, had time, and... I'd go through every single Disney film to see how that works out. But yeah, <laughs> it, it was pretty, pretty astounding the the amount of correlation on these. I, I haven't quite figured out why that is, um, but yeah, it made me think of Inside Out, which of course is about this girl with the five characters acting as what's going on in her mind, sort of symbolising what's going on in her head. Um, and it was interesting having that same concept here with Jiminy Cricket being his conscience and actually being a, a part of his character that's given given form as a character. And some of the stuff, I think Claire, Claire mentioned a couple of interesting things. I can't remember what now. <laughs> But I'm sure it was definitely interesting about with, with Jiminy Cricket being his conscience. Yeah, I I thought it was interesting watching Jiminy Cricket being himself as well as being Pinocchio's conscience. <laughs> um, oh yeah, watching that conflict. Yes, and him trying to decide 
yeah, wrestling with his own conscience yeah. to decide what he should do for Maggie. Yeah, that was good. Um, I think that was probably my favourite part of the film. The and the most the most interesting bit was Jiminy Cricket being the conscience. It made me think about uh, about responsibility because mm-hmm. we see him very much as a. I guess he's a hobo, right? He's a sort of happy-go-lucky, not really tied down to anything, mm. um, wearing his, his old rags and stuff, yeah. <laughs> um, but then as soon as he is given the the responsibility of being Pinocchio's conscience, he changes everything. His his, his character really does change. He... Uh, He's no longer looking out for himself. He really feels the responsibility keenly. And at that very moment, he gets these these proper rich clothes. He he develops so much just because he knows he's got something to something to live for now. I thought that was that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. I wouldn't have immediately juxtaposed that against about responsibility. Yeah, no, I never I wouldn't have thought about that. Yeah. Cool. It's made me yeah. think about how pe- that this does happen with people. They uh, they sort of step up when they need to, and hmm. it's yeah, it's interesting seeing seeing how that happens. And he really came into his own at that time. Hmm. Still living on bloody handouts from that fairy, though. Yeah. <laughs> He still made some bad decisions. He uh, he didn't tell Geppetto when Pinocchio went away to be an actor because that was telling. I thought that was a really terrible message to send to children. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. nice. Okay. I've got a... I know, snooch. Um, I really <laughs> hope he gets to school, I've written. That's a nice thought, isn't it? Oh. Never did get to school. <laughs> What a yeah, thing. I wanted yeah. him to get to school. Yeah, but and I mean, again, his, I think that's what made it feel like busy. a bad dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Couldn't walk his new Santa's go. What are you going to do? Uh, I guess he didn't feel he had to because he lived in a safe little village. But we Just know better. His son would find the school with no directions mm. or knowledge of the outside world. Yeah. His newborn <laughs> child. <laughs> <laughs> knows literally nothing about anything. <laughs> I got another clock to carve, <laughs> you piece of shit. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, what's sleep? He's like, well, you just you just walk to school. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> um... Jiminy Cricket was played by Cliff Edwards, who looks like he was white. Yeah, but also played one of the crows in Dumbo. Oh, that's oh, no interesting. Oh. Played Dandy Jim Crow, apparently. Oh, that was the, the sort of leader, right? Okay, so I've not seen Dumbo as an adult, because if that's... Like, like Jim Crow was a pretty awful person. Oh, Jesus, yeah. I mean... Yeah, sorry, that's that's a bit mild. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's he's never named in the film, uh, but people refer to that character as Jim Crow. Uh, 
which okay. of course is yeah, it's a a black like a negative black stereotype for anyone who doesn't know. Um, but I I think they there's some suggestion that that's what the writers were going for. And I think it's even been suggested that the the animators referred to him as Jim Crow when they were working on him. Um, yeah. Oh. There might be something in that though that they cast the same that they cast an actor who they'd gotten to portray this terrible black stereotype to do Jiminy Cricket, yeah. and you know, so they maybe were kind of coding his race in a way. Yeah, maybe maybe he was supposed to be black. Mm. Uh, Sucks to be that actor. I mean, that actor is obviously you've got some reckoning to do, <laughs> oh. don't you? Jeez. <laughs> well, I, I'm betting. I'm guessing he slept all right. <laughs> don't think people worried too much back then, did I'm they? Sure, they didn't. Imagine you're the one guy that they go to if they don't want to ha- hire an actual black person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think the rest of the crows in Dumbo were black. Oh, were um, they? Oh, yeah, the leader I was think white. Were... <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, I think the leader was a, an established voice actor, and the rest of them were a um, they were a singing group. I think they were a gospel choir of some kind. Um, okay, it looks like Jim. Yeah. Not Jim Crow. Oh God, um, Je- the the actor who played Jiminy Cricket. It looks like he was a singer and musician as well. Yes. In real life. Yeah, there we are. Um, oh, if we ever do watch Dumbo, I'd be interested in in talking more about all that because it's quite a quite a complex scene with a lot going on in it. Uh, yeah. Oh, I never want to see Dumbo ever again. Oh, I think Dumbo for me is is in the same place, which is parts of it are really distressing, yeah, and frightening, but also I absolutely loved it. And I still love it now. Um, and I have seen that recently. And I, yeah, really good film in a lot of ways. Every single moment just breaks my heart. Yeah, it's Every a really heartbreaking moment. film. Oh, God, it's awful. Every single moment. Every where... single moment from the beginning to end. I'm just floods of tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it is that there, there are probably you know, two or three films that reliably make me cry and Dumbo <laughs> is one of them. Um, oh, maybe we should pick that. Oh, God. <laughs> right, well, I'll, I'll hold off. <laughs> I think I'm I think I'm out of uh, symbolism. Yeah, me too. That's all I had. I the did not like... Oh. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I did not like uh, the name... Well, I guess the, to me, Pleasure Island, in fact, what made it so bad is that I thought that they were not being sold into slavery. Rather... It was just, I guess, adults gathering children because they were abusing sexually of them. Uh, And maybe that was because I've been reading about, I guess, child sexual abuse. Um, And to me, the person that was buying the children very much looked like a person that would sexually abuse children. (laughs) And the fact that the the, the police... (laughs) Uh, was called Pleasure Island. Uh, I don't know. I, I really it, it it really made me feel uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable. Oh. 
Um, I also, listen, I guess this is not symbolism, but because we were running out of time, uh, I also do not like the fact that Geppetto had a gun in his house and that it was shown, as, yeah, I guess that this film included a, a, a gun. I thought it was very inappropriate to have one. Because mm. it's a, a small children's film. Yes. Mm. Yeah, okay. I don't. I think you might be onto something with that pleasure. That is really disturbing. I could see that. Yeah, it's just the kind of symbolism that they would weave in. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I need to watch it again. I need to watch this film five more times to pick up on all the things that we talked about. (laughs) (laughs) It it felt dark enough, didn't it? And he did look like a massive beetle. Uh I'll I'll share with you a post, uh, uh, (laughs) a podcast from. The New York Times, precisely, that deals with this. And uh, I was thinking about that that episode of that podcast, precisely. Okay. Thank you. I'd like to read that. Oof. Um, yeah, it's interesting what you say about the gun. Um, I, don't, I don't know if... Certainly, Claire and I watched this on, on Disney Plus in the end. And, Laura, I think you did as well. Yeah, I did, yeah. So you'd have seen the big warning as it started saying, contains depictions of tobacco. <laughs> as if we were meant to go, oh, well, my son's not watching anything with tobacco in it. <laughs> and then the guy pulls out a gun and starts kidnapping children and selling them into slavery and all this stuff. But, oh, tobacco. Um, I thought it was interesting that <laughs> everyone was smoking all the time, but they didn't quite seem to to have an idea of like they were so inconsistent like that they obviously made it so clear smoking is bad they the kids smoke the cigars that's a bad thing to do they get sick uh, they turn into donkeys same with the alcohol because it's a bad thing to do mm. um but also geppetto's smoking his pipe right at the <laughs> yeah. start mm. and he's a lovely and he's smoking it in bed like the <laughs> The number one place you must not smoke anywhere that you smoke. Smoke anything, smoke anywhere, but don't smoke in bed just as you're drifting <laughs> off, for goodness sake. Um, well, maybe, so I, thought, maybe... I thought that was odd. No, please. Sorry. No, that, that was all I was saying. I thought it was odd. Oh, um, well, I think that maybe that has to do with growing up, as in many adults just tell children not to smoke when they are just blatantly smoking in front of children. Uh, mm. And I think there's yeah. a contradiction between you actually smoking and then you teaching someone, uh, I guess a child, not to smoke, just telling them because it's just wrong. Uh, so maybe yeah. it's wrong for children to smoke, but then it's okay for adults to make their own decisions. Oh, think- that's that's something, isn't it? Mm. If you're a kindly old Italian man, then you can smoke <laughs> in bed. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and have down a gun. We have, <laughs> we have to remember he had Figaro to keep an eye on things as well. If he had fallen asleep while he was smoking, the cat would have sorted things out. <laughs> That's true. Maybe Figaro yeah. was his conscience. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I love that. Uh, what? So last thing I wanted to mention, um, <laughs> did anyone else notice that Figaro was eating a fish, fish Yes, in oh, front of no. them, like smiling and waving <laughs> at Cleo 
in a bowl. Like, how <laughs> horribly inappropriate is that? I th- was that meant to be a joke? No. Or I don't. I did not think so. But I guess I really liked that. I was like, yes, I'm. I'm glad that they're doing this because like uh, so many people with different kinds of diet just share one table in in real life, and some people might not like what other people are having, but then we all share at the same table, and, and we were okay with it. Um, Do you know what? I've I've started mm, watching but- Hannibal recently, and I don't think I can agree with that logic. <laughs> 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 I, I see what you mean, Fernando. That's a really nice way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. They're still friends, even if they, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cats eat fish. Yeah, gotta happen. <laughs> so that's related to something I had noticed, which is that the the whale he's like this evil, horrible thing, and all the fish are really scared because he's going to come and eat them all. But then, as soon as the fish are inside him. It's completely all right for Geppetto to be fishing for them and eating them, and that's okay. But yeah. when the mm. when the whale eats the fish, he's evil and horrible. But when humans do it, well, it's just fun, isn't it? I'm so glad he's got loads of fish <laughs> yeah. now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the yes. whale's done its evil yeah. thing. That's a good point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think I wouldn't wouldn't be bothered except that the film was was so clearly well i guess the phrase we would use is moralizing it was very clearly telling us what what these what the right and wrong things are to do and it and it tripped over itself and it was inconsistent uh, and the whale was male typical typical bloody typical just on that i know we have to go we've got two man. minutes but yeah. Are there any are there any Disney films that have more than five villains? Oh. This one had five villains. I guess Peter Pan, there's the whole crew of Oh, pirates. I suppose. But they're not really like uh, individual villains. Um, yeah, we're not counting yeah. all the people who Crowds. are roughing mm. the donkeys around <laughs> or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, five named villains. That being said, I don't That's think the um, donkey man had a name. Ah, he was. He must have had a credit, though. Like a voice actor. Credit was. Hmm. Anyway, I'll look it up. Shall I play the music? Since yeah, I'm we done. have to go. What are you Thank up you to, much. Uh, My conclusion, by the way, is that I liked this film. Oh, sorry. I thought this was this was good. There were there were a lot of problems with it, but. Uh, a, a thumbs up. I'll give it a thumbs up as mm. well. Why not? There's, yes! there's a lot of a lot of <laughs> thoughts. Yeah. No, I do. I do not like the film. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank Consistent. you for having so much to say about it. In that case, I was um, I was so interested, but I still did not like the film. Yes. Uh, and yeah. I guess that I would like my children not to watch it, but then at the same time, I want them to watch whatever they want to watch. So. Uh, <laughs> I will not encourage the, I will not encourage them to watch Pinocchio, but I would be okay <laughs> if they watch it. Brilliant. Oh, you'd be a great uncle. Yeah. 